0: Someone why do me now? And so on.
1: you're listening to CITR Radio, FM 102, Cable 102, Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, and the Nardwar the Human Serviette Radio Show. You just heard the King Bees from Edmonton, Alberta with Now. Today on the Nardwar de Human Serviette Radio Show, an interview with another animal, the golden dogs. A bit later on, the Nardwar the Human Serviette Radio Show. But first, here is some... Polish metal from 1988, it's Turbo! I uh-huh. You're still listening to CITR Radio, FM 102, Cable 102, Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, and the the Human Serviette Radio Show. You just heard Adrenaline OD with Bugs. And before that, from 88 Metal Mania, it was Turbo. On this Metal Mania Polish record from 1988, there are some amazing band names. We have Turbo, Destroyer, Dragon, and Wolf Spider, plus Hammer, and more Wolf Spider, and Turbo, all on the Nardwarte Human Serviette radio show. Coming up, the Hullabaloos, who have amazing hair and were designed to sound a lot like the Beatles, a bit of the liner notes from the Hullaboos, England's newest singing sensations. Since the advent of the Beatles, there has been a plethora of rock and roll groups imported by our British cousins. None have lived up to the meaning of their name more than the Hullabaloos. With the short space of one hit record, I'm Gonna Love You Too and this album, this group has really created an uproar. A Hullabaloo! This is The Hullabalooz on CITR-FM102, 102, Cable 102 Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. And coming up on another human survey radio show, right after The Hullabalooz, an interview with the Golden Dogs and maybe some Bach Blasters as well. You're listening to CITR Radio FM 102, Cable 102, Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, and the Nardwar the Human Serviette Radio Show. You just heard the Happy Flowers with "They Clean My Cut Out with a Wire Brush," and before that. Bach Busters, the music of J.S. Bach, as realized by Don Dorsey on digital and other authentic period synthesizers. And before that, courtesy Hugh Baker, The Hullabalooz, and courtesy DJ Laszlo Kovacs, England's newest singing sensations with Beware. And who do we have on the line right now? Hello, are you there, caller?
2: Yes, this is Dave from the Golden Dogs.
1: Who are you? My name is Dave from the Golden Dogs. Dave, turn into it. Turn, into it. Turn, turn in- into it. turn into it. Turn into it. Turn into it. Oh, you've got you've you've. Oh my goodness! What You're is a CBC s- listener? What is the significance of turn into it and the Golden Dogs?
2: Turn into it. Turn into it. Turn into it. Is um is the exact phrase that myself and Taylor from the Golden Dogs, the Golden Dogs we um, were screaming as we veered close to the clips of the cocaholas last time we came through. But this time, the weather was fine, and we made it here live and, in, uh, and all in one piece.
1: Has Turn Into It made an impression on Golden Dogs fans, the expression, turn into it, turn into it? Is it going to become a song, Dave, of the Golden Dogs?
2: Yes, I've written it, I've written it, I've written it, and I've turned into it, and um, it's going to be out on their next album which is actually its going to be the, um, uh, the album title, Turn Into It, at The Golden Dogs, and coming you, 2008, I think.
1: And you are Dave from The Golden Dogs. And Dave, who else is in The Golden Dogs? And you are playing tomorrow in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada.
2: That's right. And we're playing tonight in Victoria. And um, who, who is in this band? Jessica is in the band. She plays keyboards. I have uh, Taylor, who plays drums in the band. He's got his own band called Major Grange, and I got uh, my guitar player, whose name is Neil, who's got a band called uh, um, King Tobias. They all, they're all good songwriters themselves, and um, uh, Stu is on bass.
1: Well, you missed mentioning that Jessica is in Five Hot Bitches. Oh, I was
2: going to say that you actually played the Five Hot Bitches, didn't you?
1: I have played the Five Hot Bitches, and I'm going to be playing them again.
2: But she, she goes under Toby Thistle, though. I'm not. It's kind of like a superhero alter ego thing that's you know, it's supposed to be secret type thing, you know?
1: That's okay. The Five Hot Bitches. Now, Jessica plays keyboards in the Golden Dogs. who are playing tomorrow night at the Plaza Club. You're playing at the Plaza Club, right? Yes. Jessa plays keyboards in the Golden Dogs, <laughs> but in the Five Hot Bitches, Jess is...
2: The drummer. She kicks ass on the drums. She's, she's kind of like a, a beast on the drums, really. She's a great beast. She's a rock beast.
1: Tomorrow night at the Plaza Club in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, with Jets Overhead, right? Right. The Golden Dogs from... Where are you from? Well, actually, should I say this? The Dinks. 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 The dinks, <laughs> dinks David the Golden Dogs. <laughs> Sorry. I can't
2: believe I'm talking to Narodwar. This is awesome. Okay. Um what what you, the dinks is it, it has to it means something that I'm supposed to know what it means, the dinks. I know it's a band, right? But Right.
1: Where are the well, dinks from? Are they from Thunder Bay? Yes, they're from Thunder Bay. I, now, wh- what year were they, wh- were they playing? Are they still playing today? Probably like in the mid-'90s when you were there. The Dinks, the, the
2: Dinks! Crocs, the Crocs and Rolls. They must have played Crocs and Rolls quite a bit then.
1: I know they played the Millennium in Thunder Bay. But-
2: oh, Millennium. Oh, I make it. I saw one of the greatest shows ever at the Millennium. And it was just me and the crowd. It was Bob Wiseman with his all-girl band at the time and John Southworth but way back in the 90s at the Millennium Club. And then, uh, I think it only lasted about a year at that that place. Frank, Mr. Frank Valenti, who... Uh, it was the the man who uh, had that bar going for a while.
1: Was he the guy that ran Crocs and Rolls, too?
2: No, that was Frank Lafredo, another Italian who uh, ran on the other side of town.
1: Because that was legendary, the Crocs and Rolls, wasn't yes. it?
2: Yes, a lot of bands went through there. I've, I've, have you not played uh, at the Crocs and Rolls before?
1: I have enjoyed the Millennium in Thunder oh. Bay with the Dinks, so I know the Dinks oh. are from Thunder Bay. Okay, okay. The dinks, the dinks, And we're speaking here to Dave from the Golden Dogs from Thunder Bay. You are from Thunder Bay, aren't you? Yes, I am. There are further dick connections with the Golden Dogs, aren't there, Dave? Oh, shit, that's right. What are the further dick connections with the Golden Dogs?
2: Well, I get asked uh, abstract questions sometimes, and I go into high school humor about, uh, you know, like... What, uh, what secrets do you have? You know, that kind of stuff. Or what, what don't we know about you and all this stuff? And then it's like, I, just, I, I tend to pull out the, the whole bathroom humor. Actually, the funny thing, I'm sitting in a bathroom right now, so everything I say is basically bathroom humor. Um, whether it works or not is another question. Right um, back to the dinks. Yeah, right back to the dinks from Thunder Bay and uh, the whole bathroom humor jokes. From the, uh, the CBC interviews.
1: Well, I have some more for you. Stinky okay. paper mache penises in your bedroom.
2: I did. How? Oh, Cowbell. You, have you talked to the Cowbell about this?
1: What is the connection between the golden dogs <laughs> and stinky paper mache penises in your bedroom? Well, it was
2: a giant five-foot phallus that the White Cowbell Oklahoma left at my apartment after their gig in um, Lee, at Lee's Palace, I believe, where they had a giant erect uh, penis which shot out um, a white, milky fluid across the stage and across the front row of people. And um, I've kind of moved into—I've kind of, actually lived with a White Cowbell man, actually, Graham McIntyre, who actually plays with his penis— on stage, um, he plays slide guitar with his penis, so there's all these penis connections and cowbell connections. I probably got it from them, the whole bathroom humor thing, as they do rock hard.
1: White cowbell are incredible. It's yes. just amazing what they do. He does, how, I was going to say, what is the wildest show? Is playing the guitar with the penis, is that the wildest you've seen it?
2: Is that the wildest uh, thing I've ever seen? Is that what you're asking?
1: From a cowbell show. Is that the top?
2: Oh, I don't know if that's the top. There's so many. There's so many. Um, I don't. I can't even recall. Uh, I, I, those guys have kept me laughing for about seven years now. I've, uh, they've kind of. Um, when I first went to Toronto, they were the kind of the first people I met, and they just kind of. It was kind of a joke at the at the start, where they just kind of got. I was actually in White for the first two gigs or three gigs, and it was uh, it, Chris Rolf, kind of like and Ian were just. That's what they did. They put gigs together within two weeks. They had a, a band called, one of my favorite bands was Ape Cunts. They put it together in two weeks, and um, uh, it was basically all songs that had to do with apes or monkeys, and I played, uh, everybody's got something to hide except for me and my monkey, and um, we all had ape masks on for this gig, and they and, uh, had guest stars on it and stuff like that, and they, they'd come up with these gigs all the time. That's what I love about these guys. They they have They put these amazing like elaborate gigs within two or three weeks they'd call dan Burke up at the almo or something and say dan we got a gig we got to put it together we're gonna to, it's gonna be great blah 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 and then, and then so that's so that you know that's kind of uh, that's kind of my experience at toronto at first was running into the, those guys and being inspired by um you know just like the, the the wackiness of it all
1: whereas you and the golden dogs take years to do a gig right Take years? Yeah, you practice for years and years and years before you do a gig, right? With the Golden Dogs, no,
2: right? No, I wouldn't say that. Uh we haven't really had have rehearsed in a long time. We've been playing more than rehearsing, I suppose. We just uh it took a while to get uh, a a live band going on my part. I mean I've been looking for it the whole time. Well, I was, then I was, <laughs> excuse me, I got a bad cough here. Um but the whole time I was in Toronto I was I've been I was looking for people to play with uh, and Now, finally, I think i found the people I wanted to play with, and it's these guys in the band now.
1: The Dinks, Dick Connections. And another one, perhaps the most obvious connection between the Golden Dogs and Dicks is... (laughs) Oh, shit, I don't know. Your record
2: label? Dicks, Richards... Richard uh, Summerhill. No, no, I don't know. Uh, Who's uh,
1: on your record label? What record label are you on, Dave, from the Golden Dogs, playing tomorrow night in Vancouver at the Plaza Club?
2: I have no idea which record label I'm on. I'm on True North Records. True
1: North? Now, what is True North famous for? Oh, are you talking about that logo?
2: No, you're not talking about the logo. Anyway, I could be. be Well, what
1: about the logo?
2: The True North logo is actually sort of a Phallus thing. I don't know, if you look at it, it's kind of an arrow that points north, but it's also in a, some kind of uh, eastern um, phallic symbol. Is that, anyway, a, is
1: that a secret that they tell the artist when they sign to True North?
2: Well, yeah, yeah you, you they actually have to touch, there's, this actually, it, 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 there's a giant phallus in the offices that you have to touch every time you go in.
1: And Dave of the Golden Dogs, you're getting warm, but you're not quite there. On your record label, there was a certain artist. Who was the artist that made True North famous? <sighs> Coburn Cockburn, is yes. that what we're getting at? there we go, Bruce Cockburn. <laughs> the dick connections continue <laughs> with the Golden Dogs. Yes, yes. And to top that off, Jessica, your wife from?
2: The Golden Dogs and the Hot Bitches.
1: In the Hot Bitches have a song called?
2: Oh, 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 they must Okay, there's so many. Uh, there's Wet Mattress, there's Hot Hot Bitch Sunday, um, there's, uh, oh, co- What's the other one? That's one? You just said it. You just
1: almost said it. Uh, oh, my cock won't suck itself. Uh, actually, I wasn't thinking that one. I thought it was Cockfight. Fight. That's the one I was oh, looking cock for. Oh, Cockfight
2: Fight is actually a great song. Cockfight. That's Yeah, Lindsay's got some great punk vocals on that. Um, that's Ian Ian from White Cowbell. Um, his girlfriend uh, is, or I guess Beyonce now, is, is the lead singer, and she uh, belts out Cockfight Fight very nicely.
1: True North does seem to be quite an interesting label. Looking at your label mates, it appears your label mates with the Buzzcocks, Soft Cell, The Church, and Echo and the Bunnymen. Congratulations. <laughs> they do
2: distribute a bunch of stuff. They distribute all kinds of stuff. They've uh, they've had some like best-of compilations and of stuff that are kind of sketchy because I I don't really know if they would be considered best-of kind of compilations. It's sort of a distribution thing that they do for a lot of people, yeah.
1: The buzzcocks, soft-sell the church, and echo and the bunnyman, all together with the golden
2: <laughs> dogs. Yes, buzzcocks, cockburn, uh, my cock won't suck itself, cockfight, yes. The I, I, I guess I, you're just getting me to say it as much as possible. I, it's, it's, this is this is my, my human serviette roasting. And, but, and I love it. I thank you for it. I, it and I'm, I'm finally glad that I got to, to be, uh, you know, part of – you know, served, yet?
1: Well, you are it. in the washroom. We wouldn't have it any other way, right? You're no, the no, way. exactly,
2: exactly. Thank you very much. It's
1: 18-plus. You're 18-plus, right? The washroom, 18-plus. Yeah,
2: I suppose so, yeah.
1: And speaking of dicks and stuff, what happened in... Oh, Jesus What
2: Christ. happened in Regina? We're well, on College Radio. This is awesome. Okay, go ahead.
1: What happened in Regina?
2: What happened in, in Regina? This This tour? Yeah. Well, there was a giant... Cock that came out of the sky and landed on the club. No, no, that did. Uh, what, what happened was that the gig got canceled. How do you know this? Just was curious. It fits in with the theme. It does. Wow. Okay, well, let's just see. We got a canceled gig in Regina. No, not a canceled gig, but the manager said there's no book bands booked on Saturdays. So there was um, so whatever. We, we didn't have a gig that night. But we all had the flu at the time anyway, so we were kind of glad we didn't have to play. And now the con- the cock connection with that is?
1: I don't know if there really was a cock connection or not. I was just throwing that out there to see if you could keep playing along there, Dave. Because oh. we know you're not just doing the band thing. You also do the writing thing on the side, don't you? You keep writing up songs and stuff. You're a composer on the side, aren't you, Dave? Uh,
2: on, the, on the side. Uh, isn't that what I... well? Besides talking about penises and stuff like that, yeah, I love to I love to write songs, and I try to, you know.
1: But I understand that the Golden Dogs is your, not your number one priority, and that you also make up music, like you made some sort of like Donald Trumpish music for like a real estate website.
2: Well, my brother John is in real estate in Calgary, and it's uh, oh, wow. I should have known that the fucking the Human Serviette would be right on, on, on all of this stuff. But yeah, my brother John is in Calgary, and he needed some music for his website, and I put the, together the uh, sort of cheesiest corporate thing I could think of.
1: What's the URL for that, so we can go check it out?
2: I have no idea. What's, I really don't. What's I, the name of the company? <laughs> you know what? I, I, I'm not even going to say.
1: <laughs> oh, come on, a free plug. We want the <laughs> listeners want to be able to hear a bit of taste of what they gonna...
2: What I could play it for you, I could give you the idea. It's like
1: it's
0: like
2: and in the background there's strings patches or something I think, where it goes something like that probably, and there's probably some panning with uh, across the spectrum, left to right channel, and stuff like that. So there you go. You heard it right here.
1: Was it hard to make some donald trumpish music? What's the difference between making music for the Golden Dogs and making music for donald trump there? Dave, I wasn't the making Golden for Dogs?
2: I was making it for my family my, my my brother my brother John needed some music, so he asked me to do it so it wasn't like I was making it for donald trump but uh how was it? It was really kind of annoying actually it just it didn't quite come very naturally
1: did but, you Did you picture real estate when you were making
2: it' <laughs> no, no i didn't I pictured uh glass bubbles bouncing. Off of steel um, uh, trays of some sort.
1: Now, where else has Golden Dogs music popped up? You won't give us the earl of that real estate I really don't website, know. I or don't know. you I don't. won't give us the name of the real estate website, but where <laughs> else has your music popped up there, Dave? The Golden Dogs playing tomorrow night in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada with jets overhead.
2: Oh, uh, where has it popped up?
1: Yeah, where else might have people heard your music if they haven't heard it on CITR, FM 102, Cable 102, Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, or on the CBC? Where might have they heard the Golden Dogs music?
2: (laughs) Oh, Jesus Christ. Um, I have no idea what
1: what, uh, you're getting at here. Perhaps Um, a Zeller's commercial? Oh, the Zeller's commercial, of course, yes. I'm glad that's low on your list. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, there's, well, I got together with Plaskett and The
2: Shins, and I got together with, and we all decided to undermine the purity of uh, underground music by doing, you know, putting our, our uh, song in commercials oh, and stuff Sorry, like what that.
1: bands did you mention there?
2: Oh, there's, the, there's Spoon, there's the Walkman, there's uh, Shins, there's Plaskett, Joe Plaskett, and there's Marble Index and uh, the Golden Dogs.
1: And, and what have they all done?
2: We've all had, our, we've all got together and decided to put our music in commercials to, uh, to uh, to ruin the purity of, uh, I guess, underground music and, and its subsidiaries.
1: See, that's quite a league of bands you're in, but you neglected to mention one other band that Uh-oh. has contributed to Zellers. Uh-oh. Join your new tour mates, Bedouin Soundclash. Tourmates. tour mates? Yes, the Golden Dogs and Bedouin Soundclash, both contributors to Zeller's commercials. He forgot the Bedouin Soundclash.
2: That's right, that's right. When when did Bedouin, uh, wait a second, are we tour mates?
1: No, I just threw that in there just for fun. Oh, okay. Thank you for wanting to believe that, though.
2: Yeah, I was like, like, wait a second, we're not on tour with Bedouin Soundclash, but we have played with them way, 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 way back when.
1: And you are uh, Dave of the Golden Dogs, who are playing tomorrow night with Jets overhead at the Plaza Club in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. Yes. Bedouin Soundclash had a song in a Zellers commercial, and that's apparently what made them take off. I think your allusion to the Shins, with they had a song in a McDonald's commercial. And that's
2: what yeah, so yeah, yeah but them and one up. of the greatest songs of all time, yeah.
1: But now you join the Bedouin Soundclash with the Zellers commercial. So congratulations, and the Marble Index.
2: Oh, jeez. The Marble Index. Well, Inde- I, was, I was, you know, okay, go ahead.
1: The Marble Index song, that's interesting. Now, Marble Index, are they actually playing their own music in a Zellers commercial?
2: I don't know. I just mentioned them, actually. I'm pretty sure they had one, though.
1: Because I could be totally wrong on this, but I heard that it's the Marble Index performing Sloan's Money City Maniacs in a Zeller's commercial. Is that them doing that? In other words, you know, Sloan don't want to contribute their own song, so Zeller's got another band to do Sloan's music. Is that Zeller's? I think so. I don't know if it's Zeller's, but... I thought it was a source or something. One of those ones, but whenever you hear that Sloane tune, that's not actually Sloan playing it.
2: No, it's just the riff, a guitar riff, and you could tell it's, it's, it's not, because it's not the same sounds and such.
1: And I actually thought that you might have known that maybe that was the Marble Index playing along there. That's just a theory I have.
2: Well, I just... I have no idea. I... I... About the, the whole, <laughs> you're trying to get me. So I can't. I have no idea. Steve of the I, I thought they, I, but I, I know. I talked to them, and they said they had a Gensel commercial with their own song. And I thought I heard a Marble Index tune from their new album, but whatever.
1: It would be awesome if they were playing Sloan's music, though, wouldn't it? That's the ultimate. Like doing a Sloan cover for a TV commercial.
2: Well, wow. mm. I suppose so.
1: Dave of the Golden Dogs coming to Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada tomorrow night Jets <laughs> Overhead. How is your basement painted?
2: Um, it's, I've just moved out of there, um, but uh, yeah, that is our basement that we decided to make into our album art from the start of the recording sessions for this album. And, <coughs> do you have a copy of it in front of you?
1: No, I don't actually. I have a copy of the older CD in front of <laughs> me. Okay. Just to let yeah. you know.
2: Okay. Yeah, the new CD, uh, the inside art is of uh, our our basement, and um, yeah, I mean it was something I could kind of put together with Jessica um, over the span of recording and mixing and finishing the album, sort of thing. And um, we have the signs to all the songs up as we use in our live show. We just usually have the song signs to to put on. <laughs> And um, we, we kind of had them around our, our basement for the entire process, and we'd move the signs around as the order of the album chi- kind of changed and as we solidified the, uh, the lineup of the, the album. And, and it, it was just a really fun process that was kind of inspired by the uh, Royal Tannenbaums movie and the commentary on that movie that we kept watching in the background as we um, worked on the basement sort of thing.
1: Do any other bands put out cue cards before they played their songs? Are you the only band that does this, do you know of?
2: Um, I believe so. I I I know Bob Dylan did it with Subterranean Homesick Blues. That's the famous one. But I mean,
1: he did it for one song, though. You do it for like every song.
2: I I do it for yeah. Well, it's kind of instead of talking about this 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 next song is blah 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 blah. We decide to put a a sign up for every song. Yeah.
1: And to your knowledge, you're the only ones that do that.
2: I, to my knowledge, yes. If, If I'm wrong, then I don't know about it, honestly.
1: Dave of the Golden Dogs. What's the importance <laughs> of, of
2: boats? <laughs> okay, go ahead.
1: Dave of the Golden Dogs. What yeah. is the importance of boats with the band the Golden Dogs? Boats, B-O-A-T-F? B-O-A-T-S. Boats. Boats. Michael Bolton. No or boats. Boats. What is the importance with boats and the Golden Dogs?
2: Well, we played boat cruises in Aurelia before. For uh, those are fun.
1: And if you're uh. and if you're attending. A boat cruise that the Golden Dogs are playing. If you take mushrooms and roll around on the floor, you'll end up in the Golden Dogs? (laughs) Is that a reference to Neil? Could you please explain, Dave, of the Golden Dogs? Neil, mushrooms, and boat cruises. Oh, how the fuck did you? Okay, first of all, I don't think he was on mushrooms. I think he was just, No, I don't. Uh, I don't
2: whatever. Um, but the first boat cruise we had in Aurelia, Neil Quinn, uh, who's one of the most uh, talented people I've ever met, um, along with the other guys in the band. Anyway, um, he was at the first boat cruise show in Aurelia. And uh, holy research, I don't know how you got that. But. Um, <laughs> He, uh, yeah, so he was dancing quite furiously, too, uh, and he was just enjoying himself so much so that after we, we had to talk to him and we got to talking, he was like, yeah, I got this band and I'm playing my stuff. And, and then he, uh, I kept running into him, he moved down to Toronto, and uh, he joined, he was in Major Grange, He's, uh, uh, which is Taylor, the drummer's band, and he drums in that band and plays guitar in my band. And uh, that was the first time we met, and, and from there on we have got to know each other much better.
1: So if people want to join the Golden Dogs, take drugs and roll around on the floor?
2: No, 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 no! Don't take drugs. You don't have to take drugs. You just have to, uh, you know, not be. Well, Actually,
1: that wouldn't work, would it? Because you have to be on a boat cruise, and I don't know how many boat cruises you do a year, so it would be pretty rare, wouldn't it?
2: Well, we did it for uh, a music store guy in Aurelia, who uh, who's a really great guy, and he 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 uh, gave, it, gave us, you know, he treated us really well, and he got he got us, he wanted. To play his boat cruise that it was this idea that he put together and um uh, Aaron Brophy from chart was part of that I think um it was, for, he was friends with him because he's from a also so uh where is this going I'm not sure but yeah so that's uh if you want to if you want to join the golden dogs you can't because um it's it, it, we have all the spots filled Dave but, uh, of
1: the Golden Dogs, how did your gig yes. work out here sorry, sorry. in just, Vancouver, right. British Columbia, Canada at the Pit Pub? You played the Pit Pub out here at UBC. I'm speaking to you from UBC, CITR, yes. FM 102, Cable 102, Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. You played the yes. Pit Pub at UBC. How did that gig go?
2: Um, I, I had a great time. We were with the Malagrove Band. We were opening for them, and um, it was an amazing tour with them. Um, uh, uh, the whole um, That was our, our favorite. my favorite gig I've ever played, I think. Just because of the near-death experience the night, well, I guess the getting to that gig the night before or whatever. Turn into um,
1: it. Turn into it.
2: Turn into it. Yeah. So I mean that that. Uh, oh Jesus Christ. Yeah. Coming out in uh, 2008, uh, new album. Um. Uh, well, anyway, yeah. So the DBC gig was one of my favorite gigs. So yeah.
1: You also <laughs> played the Tulip Festival with, get this, Trooper and the Northern Pikes. Wait a second. When was
2: this? This year. With, uh, we played with Poskett and the Deers or something. Trooper and
1: the Northern Pikes were also on the bill for the Tulip Festival. That's incredible. The they on the same night as us. The Northern Pikes and the Golden Dogs together. Oh, no. Don't put no. me No, no. Come on. They set the template. Both of those bands. What? They certainly did. Okay, fine. Good enough. Okay, so you're going your to compare the What's your problem with Pikes? the Northern Pikes? Let's rephrase this. What is Dave of the Golden Dogs problem with Trooper and the Northern Pikes?
2: Hey, what, what, I have no problems whatsoever. I just I don't have to see Well, uh, okay, never mind.
1: You're saying that because Trooper lives in Vancouver and they might come out to get ya.
2: If you well, say the Trooper, wrong man. word. Uh, you know Hot Shots is 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 a great, you know, it's 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 a fine album right there.
1: How about the Northern Pikes though? Come on. <laughs>
2: Do you, do, you, do you think we sound like the Northern Pikes? Is, is that is where we're getting at? Is Because I, I don't see it. I don't see it in Ardwar, but maybe we do. I was I don't just know. thinking
1: about interesting gigs. The Tulip Festival with Trooper in the Northern Pikes and Dave of the Golden Dogs <laughs> playing tomorrow night at the Plaza Club with Jets Overhead. You also played a gig, I think, at a high school with, like, a high school horn section? That sounded really interesting.
2: That was amazing. Uh, the teacher uh, for the semester, he uh, chose us as uh, well, there was uh, he. He's done he's done it with many bands. He's done it with Ron Sexsmith, with uh, a, um, who else? Uh, byvine Wright, Huxley Workman, and a bunch of other people. And he called us up, and he said he would like to do this concert with us, where the kids would be uh, the choir, kids choir would be behind us, and uh, they'd have a small horn section and stuff like that. And we actually did this gig and. Um, the kids were amazing, and and um, they, we got to to hear our songs with these strange little little parts in it, with uh, choir and um, horn sections and stuff like that. It was an amazing time.
1: Are you gonna invite them down to play any other gigs with you?
2: I don't, uh, I don't think they can get into the bars. You know, it's eighteen plus and all that stuff.
1: But for some more all ages gigs, though. So. Well. <laughs>
2: I don't, put toge- I don't really put together gigs outside of Toronto myself, uh, but uh, I, all ages gigs, we don't really do that many. We've done one, we just did one in, in Kelowna, which we had to move around, so it wasn't, uh, it was, wasn't quite a half-empty hall, quote-unquote. Um, uh, so, yeah, anyway, uh, what, what was I saying? You're uh, not going
1: to invite the kids down. I'm not going to invite the kids down, no. You them not to learn the your songs. To
2: children. Sorry.
1: Dave of the Golden Dogs, Paul McCartney, Paul McCartney, what have you learned from playing Paul <laughs> McCartney covers every <laughs> you, night? You, you cover
2: Paul McCartney. <laughs> sorry, sorry. I was, I was doing an invitation for the guys before anyway. Okay, so... Uh, yes, we we do Paul McCartney's 1985. It's from uh, the Band on the Run album. It's the last. It's song number nine on his album, and it's song number nine on my album. And uh, but what have love- you
1: learned about playing Paul McCartney songs night after night? Like, what have you learned about playing a Paul McCartney cover? What have you learned about playing a Paul McCartney cover?
2: What have I learned? I've I've learned so much. I've learned how to play guitar from uh, from the Beatles. So, um, I. I, I I, I we play Beal's stuff all the time as we warm up as and and, and it's just it's the only thing worth living for when I, I, I when I was 12 years old um I you know I I decided that was where it was at and ever since then I haven't really changed my mind about it and um I I I found other music that's been as 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 good and stuff like that but I mean uh, I've never got you, you know yourself when you, when you first started playing music you, you, your first bands that you loved was well, you you'll probably still always love them sort of thing so um, that's why we still p- play Beale uh, stuff, and and we 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 warm up to Wing stuff once in a while. But um, I, the reason why we cover that song is uh, is just because we we started doing it. We loved playing it, and it's a chance to, for the band to just uh, improvise a big solo at the end of it, and and relax and, and into a basic groove and stuff like that. It's it's a nice riff. It's uh, it, it, I love playing it.
1: What a very Basically. heartfelt answer. Thank you so much, I, I Dave, don't mean to be heartfelt. I'm
2: sorry. I, I know it's supposed to be ironic and stuff, but it's just, but it's just not working. Dave I, of the I, Golden I Dogs,
1: do what have you learned from playing Nielsen covers? I love, oh, yeah, the point uh,
2: is uh, I'm, I'm looking for it for on CD. Um, I couldn't find it. I got the DVD of, of Ring of Star narrating the thing, but it's not quite the same as Harry Nielsen narrating the whole story. Um, Anyway, uh, we, we used to, cover Me and my era once in a while. How do you, do you, you haven't even seen us live, and, and you know all this stuff. I, who do you ask about that stuff?
1: Paul, Ma- Paul McCartney covers. Nielsen covers. Now, Dave of the Golden Dogs. Does yes. anybody think that you do Green Day covers?
2: Green Day covers? Uh-oh.
1: Does anybody think that you do Green Day covers, Dave of the Golden Dogs?
2: Green Day covers uh, Golden Dogs, Green Day, going through my fucking... I, I have no you idea. Have what are you guys are
1: doing? You have a song called Saints at the Gates, don't you, Dave, of the Golden Dogs? Yes. And, of course, another band has a song. Oh, right, Saints
2: at the Gates. They have that, that song that came out uh, way, way after I wrote Saints at the, the Gates, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, exactly. Now, uh, yours it, it, is not a
1: cover of the punk band The Skids, is it? I'm sorry, one more time? Their cover, Green Day and you 2 do The Saints Are Coming, a cover of the punk band The Skids. You guys in The Golden Dogs do a cover of Saints at the Gates by The Golden Dogs. It's an original? Yeah. So does anybody get confused with all the Satan going on that you're covering Paul McCartney, Nielsen, and Green Day?
2: Oh, my God, no. I don't think there's any uh, Green Day connections. People haven't come up to us saying, hey, do you cover... No. <laughs>
1: Jesus Christ. You don't feel guilty playing that song now? Uh, guilty playing which song? You don't play? feel guilty playing the song Saints at the Gates.
2: No. Why?
1: Well, because it's like the Saints are coming by Green Day and you too. So people in the audience might think you're doing a Green Day cover. Would you be... Feel weird if the audience thought you were doing a Green Day cover. Are you comfortable to say, Dave of the Golden Dogs, we are not afraid to do Green Day covers?
2: We're, uh, Jesus Christ. I feel like I'm in court. This is awful. Um, let's see. Um, I, I have no idea. I've never, I never covered Green Day songs, but maybe I would if, 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 the, if that was what I wanted to do. I suppose. I don't know what you're trying to get me to say. Okay, you passed the
1: test. There will be no Green Day covers tomorrow night. At no, the there Plaza. will be. I
2: don't think there'll be any Green Day covers uh, tomorrow night. Now,
1: who is Michael Chambers?
2: Michael Chambers is the, <laughs> is the uh, guitar player. Who, uh, well, he's actually recording engineer. When I first moved to Toronto, he recorded my first demos that I, I uh, uh, that I kind of brought and. Um, Uh, at the time I was trying to get a band together and he played guitar and so we decided to record it, the first album uh, and... That was everything in three parts. The first EP was very much me, him, uh, working together on that stuff, uh, with my songs and his re- recording know-how and all that stuff, because I had no idea how to record stuff. Um, uh, except for the four-track recordings and eight-track recordings and stuff like that. But he, he was just a, a good guy to record with at the time. And, um, he still, he, he still records bands, showrooms, one of them. And, and um, he, uh, Dan Gorman, he plays with Dan Gorman nowadays and, uh records did, his stuff.
1: Did he provide you with good food? Because I noticed he organized the annual Vegetarian Food Fair in Toronto.
2: <laughs> That's right, yes. He's, he's, the, he's the man who runs the Vegetarian Food Fair.
1: Because That sounds amazing. Did you go to the Food Fair? Actually, no, it's, it's not him. Fair. It's
2: his wife. It's his, our, his, 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 uh, yeah, his wife. Did that, you go uh, to
1: the Food Fair? What was it like?
2: Oh, it was great. I mean, uh, it's, it's, a TV, it's a TVA, uh, Toronto Vegetarian Association of Canada, I suppose. And uh, then the we got to go, Jess? Oh, shit. Um, uh, so, yeah. Anyway.
1: Well, winding up here with Dave of the Golden Dogs from yeah. Aurelia, Ontario, via Thunder Bay, Ontario, playing tomorrow night at the Plaza Club with Jets over yeah. Just a couple quick other questions here. Thunder Bay. Back to the Thunder Bay. Do you know any of the Stall brothers? You know, there's so many of those hockey-playing Stall brothers from Thunder Bay. Do you know any of them? Because there's tons of brothers. You must know one of them. Do you?
2: No, I stopped watching hockey uh, when I was uh, 15, I think.
1: How about I, Vampiro, that wrestler from Thunder Bay? He was like a wrestler, sort of roadie to the band <clears> The <throat> Misfits. Did you know him from Thunder Bay at all? N- no, I didn't. Uh, Bobby Curtola. I never knew Bobby Curtola.
2: I don't know Paul Schaefer. Um, I, um, who else don't I know from Thunder Bay? Um, the
1: Dinks, obviously. The Dinks, you don't, yeah. Don't the know Dinks. The Dinks. I've, although I've heard the, the name
2: on posters and stuff like that, and, but um, obviously I, I, w- I wasn't going out to see the Dinks back in the day.
1: And Dave of the Golden Dogs, did you have a battle with the Golden Seals? Was there a Golden Seals versus the Golden Dogs?
2: Yes, yes. In Ottawa, we uh, we we put a show together and we played with them, and we destroyed
1: each other. What is Funzillo Records? <laughs>
2: Fonzella Records is the record label in the States that put out the first album.
1: How did they get a hold of you?
2: Um, I believe uh, Bernie from True North uh, got, got him a copy of the record, I believe.
1: And Jessica, who also yeah. is in the band Five Hot Bitches, and we're going to end the Nardwater Human Serviette Radio Show with some Five Hot Bitches. We're gonna, Perfect. We're going to play the song Hot Bitch Sunday. Jessica plays keyboards with the Golden Dogs, but she yeah. plays drum. I guess maybe I'm not supposed to say that, but she plays drums with the Five Hot Bitches. Did yeah. Jessica audition for Canadian Idol? Did she, she- audition? <laughs>
2: um that's 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 up for her to answer uh she was in well <laughs> uh yes i think she might have a long time ago but uh she stood in the line all day and she was in line with uh sarah uh, uh which is probably where you got the info, i'm guessing and um <laughs> i don't know <coughs> and uh yeah that's the story.
1: Well, thank you very much for phoning into the Nardwara Human Serviette radio show here today, Dave of the Golden Dogs. And after the Five Hot Bitches, we're going to play a whole bunch from the Golden Dogs' first record on Funzillo. Any particular songs that we should play here? Part one or part three? Or part two or part three? <coughs> um,
2: Big Boy and the Masters of the Universe uh, would be fun. Are you perhaps? doing a
1: lot of the songs off this CD? Um, we're doing about four or five. Are you doing Birdsong? Yeah. Okay, great. Well, we'll play that one, too. Okay. Well, Dave of the Golden Dogs, anything else you want to add to the people out there at all?
2: No, I'd just like to say, say thanks for the, uh, the for, uh, you know, it's been nice being served by the Human Serviette. And, um, <laughs> what can I say? Like, uh, it's been nice talking to you. <laughs> well, should... but it's, been, it's been a little difficult, though, actually, I'm going to say. But yeah, but it was. It, I'm actually glad
1: I got to, to talk to you. Well, thank you for taking the time to phone in. Really appreciate it. And why should people care about the Golden Dogs? Why should people care, Dave, the Golden Dogs? So I'm pretty
2: sure we rock very hard more than a lot of bands do. Maybe not in a punk sort of way, but in a in a rock and roll sort of way. And if you come to the show, I think um, you'll enjoy yourself well, more than you would at a lot of other bands.
1: And the Gave, show, maybe,
2: maybe. That's what I'm, that's 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 see, that's my personal opinion. But yeah.
1: And the show is tomorrow night at the Plaza Club in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, with Jets Overhead. Well, thanks so much, Dave of the Golden Dogs. Keep on rocking in the free world, and do do the do Wang Chung! Is that okay? Wang Chung? Great.
0: Okay.
1: are still listening to CITR Radio, FM 102, Cable 102, Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, and the Nard Ward, a human serviette radio show. You just heard a couple tracks from The Golden Dogs, Can't Get Your Face Out of My Head, Faster, Birdsong, and before that... Five Hot Bitches featuring Jessica, the keyboard player of the Golden Dogs on drums, and their song Hot Bitch Sunday. And before that, an interview with the Golden Dogs who are playing tomorrow night with Jeth Overhead at Plaza Club in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. And now to end an Edward, a human serviette radio show, I have a selection that was actually mailed into me by faithful listener Bepi Crespan. Thanks so much, Bepi, for the huge box of records. Bepi has mailed in this... Uh, and actually, if any of you would like to mail in any records to me here at CITR, it's Nardwa to Human Serviette, care of CITR, 6138 Sub Boulevard, Vancouver, BC, V6T1Z1. And we'll play them on the air, and I guess I'll keep them... Actually, if you want to get rid of your records, just mail them to me. And Bepi mailed me a whole bunch of amazing records, one of which is this record, Schmersch! The Beats from 20,000 Fathoms. And it is from the Triple R record label from Lowell, Massachusetts. And Schmersch is from new jersey and we 're going to hear selections from this album recorded in one thousand nine hundred eighty six we 're going to hear like greasing weezer, Judy mock seven fish steelbite hunter killer, ho down and make me a sergeant and all this was mailed in by to Human Serviette listener Bepi Cressband for me to play on the to Human Serviette radio show, this great vinyl offering, so here we have Schmirsch from. Pistacataway New Jersey, 1986, with Greasing Weezer and a couple other selections! Following is a live presentation of CITR News.